Hello and welcome to Nerd Vomit. My name is Doug. I'm a nerd and I vomit. I'm joined by my co-vomiting nerd, Calvin. Hello, everybody. The only show that was going to try to ambush you into a quickly talking about how much uh, Frank Miller's Golden Child, Batman, whatever, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Golden, Golden Child. Child, how much it sucks. Yeah. But it, it we're does. a little low on time, but it, it don't. Keep living your life, folks. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's cool, I guess. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell that. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about, we're going for a hat trick on Sandman. Yeah. Yeah, we finished uh, the whole season, part one and part two, like mm-hmm. we did. And then they dropped a surprise, another episode on us. Yeah, out which... Out of the blue. Out of the blue, it's based on issues 17 and 18, which is, I think it's like a cat's dream or something. A cat, a thousand... Oh, a thousand cats. A thousand dreams of cats or... Whatever. Yeah. And uh, the Calliope storyline, um, story which I was like, I was wondering how they... We talked about this last mm-hmm. week, how they were going to adapt it, and... Yeah. It was like, oh, I just oh. need to wait two weeks and they'll show me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so we'll start with the cat thing. Killer cast. Yes. Um, cast of cats. Voices. Oh, if you rearrange the letters in cast, you get cats. Anyway, I'm, yes. I'm a nerd and I vomit. Um, <laughs> so, uh, killer cast. You had... Uh, Tenet. Uh, Tenet, Michael Sheen... Um, Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh, uh, I can't think of McAvoy's first oh, name. James. Off the top. Thank you. James McAvoy, um, I, I'm not going to look it up, but it was like... Neil Gaiman's in there. Uh, yeah, Neil Gaiman's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, on paper, works. Yes. Every angle figured out. Uh, and it was like CG, like really like stylized CGI, mm-hmm. which I didn't know how that was going to play. It played. Um, it did okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, the, it, if you were going to do it practically, you literally can't hurt cats. Right. So I get that. Which they do, I think, make a joke about that. How, like, how do you expect to make a thousand cats do something? Right. You can't. No, no one can get them to do anything. I think it's a joke in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will say this just based on, I, you know, my some of my um, friends of friends, there is an animal, animal cruelty trigger in it. Um, no real yeah. cats were harmed. I'm sure. No. It's not a whole. It's not a Milo and Otis sitch. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> there are a lot of cats harmed in that one. Yes. Um, yeah, basically, it starts with, you know, a mama cat waking up without her babies. Yeah. Um, babies at the bottom of a river, the bottom yeah. of a lake. Bo- bottom of a lake. Um, Multiple babies in one giant bag. And a brick. And a brick. It's, it's because giving them up for adoption just doesn't seem to be an option for right? this guy. Like, or just leave them in a box outside of an adoption. Like, there yeah. are options. There are options. That was the most extreme one you can do. So, and that's the... Well, I mean, they rolled back Roe versus Wade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that joke and, like, spay neuter jokes are never going to get old. Anyway, yeah. um, to me. Um, <laughs> I I honestly, while watching it, I rewatched just that, like, just that half of it, the first half. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell really who was who, which is insane since a lot of them are very distinct voices. Yeah. Like, as much as I love Doctor Who and Good Omens, I should have been able to pick out Tennant and Michael Sheen. Um, I should have been able to pick them out too, and I should have picked out McAvoy too. McAvoy's, I will say, he's he's a hard one because he's, hard he's one. Scottish, but mm. you think about like even his American accent differs from Wanted to mm. X Men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Split. And split. And split, like, 
an atomic even, blonde. And <laughs> oh yeah, he was an atomic blonde. A lot of different. He, he has a lot of big vocal ranges. Well, I mean, yeah. everything Everybody he does in Split, period. Yeah. Um, I so mean, I thought I would catch at least one of the voices. I'm like, oh, I would have been able to. I would have been like, oh, I got that one. I think Sandra Oh, I kind of was like, oh, I think that's Sandra Oh, just because there was like a, she did la- a lot of, lack of ladies yeah. type of thing. Like there weren't a lot. I believe of, a she lot was of, the main mother cat. Yeah. So she, her voice was on that thing a lot. Um, and it, was Gaiman the vulture? Or was Gaiman? Gaiman was Gaiman was the vulture. Yeah. Yeah. Or Conchu. Or Conchu. As, I saw, as I saw, I saw Conchu when I saw him. I'm like, oh, Conchu. Wait, not a Marvel. No, wait, I'm completely ten, lost. Ten bucks says it was Jake Loxley throwing the cats in the in the river, in the lake. Ten bucks says. Probably. That, that's a Conchu thing. Like, we need to provide balance. Yeah. <laughs> Drown those kittens. <laughs> Drown those kittens. No one um, will remember. So, um, I, I, it, it was an odd one. It was just just like offbeat enough that I was like mm-hmm. cool but the time of cats where the cats were giant and were eating humans playthings that was fun that was actually I, I and once again very fa- faithful ad- adaptation of that scene mm-hmm. but uh, of that issue but I mean it's kind of a throwaway issue like it's gaming going I like cats that's mm-hmm. it it's and I I hate that's that I'm going to have to phrase it like this and I could probably phrase it differently, but I still want to phrase it like this. Hmm. It's Gaiman's like wet, sloppy blowjob to cats. <laughs> I'm glad you phrased it like that. It didn't change your mind. No, uh, but you know what I mean. It's like he's like, I like cats. Yeah, here's a con- oh, like what? like a lot. Like, and they used to rule us. And I'm like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those like I was like, oh, I remember that episode, that issue, but like it doesn't impact the story at all. It's. Mm-hmm. A- it's a one-off. Yeah, it's... In the clear sense of the word. Yes, agreed. Yeah, so they, they never go back to it. It's not like at the end, all of a sudden, cats rule everything. So No. It's just like, oh. You know, cats got a raw deal in Sandman, I just realized. Like, that issue, and then pretty much everything with Bast. <laughs> yeah. Like, raw deal. Maybe does Gaiman he, hates he, cats. Does he, does he really like cats that much? He secretly hates them. Oh, he's... Said secretively. So. Closeted cat hater. Mm, maybe. Um, and then the second half was Calliope. Um, I said that right, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, which, last week we talked about, I didn't know how they were going to adapt that since there is, and once again, trigger and spoiler alert. Yeah. In the comics, there's not a graphic rape, but it's. But it's a lot a less lot subtle, a lot less subtle than in the in the show. Yeah, um, very less. Basically, this writer has writer's block. He trades another writer this magic hairball for lack of a better. Goes back to the cats, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think it was gro- it's, 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 gro- a, it's a it's human. It's like a human, human that eats their own hair or something. Yeah, and it's supposed to like be like antivenom yeah. or like. Something. Yeah, that's what the old author thinks is it's an a- Aramis, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um. And he trades literally a muse, mm-hmm. like the personif- anthropomorphic personification of inspiration. Yes. And. Um. Of course, he says, and this was, and you and I talked about this. The character is very different in the comics. Yes. In the comics, he's very like sleazy. Oh. And morally repugnant, we'll say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Generally, and, just an asshole all around. 
uh, just a colossal shitbag, really. Yeah. He does, and that issue does have, and it wasn't in the show, I'm just realizing this, has one of my favorite lines ever from Sandman, mm-hmm. which is, um, he, in the comics he says, like, just one book, which he does in the show. Yeah. But when she says, I've given you the book, release me, and he goes, never trust writers, all writers are liars, or like, writers are liars, or something like that. That was that was in there. Yeah. What, that was in there? Uh-huh. Oh, I should have fucking rewatched that part, because that's literally one of my favorite lines. I used it in college, I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, right, when he, right when they're doing the exchange, she goes... You promised me. Uh, oh, you promised right, right. You, you would you would release me right before you died. The, oh no, Aramis says and it. Aramis says it, not the. Oh, uh, I was thinking not, that what's his name, Murdoch. Arthur. I can't remember the name of that. Uh, Richard something. Richard, rather. Richard Modoc, something like. It's not that. Something like that. Maddock or something like that. Maddock, I Maddock. think. It's it's Arthur Darville from um, Legends of Tomorrow and uh, famously Doctor Who. Yes. Um, He's a lot more innocent. And yeah. He's a, they, they start off very innocent and like kind of he, believes just, he, his, he believes what he's trying to say and it develops into... No, you're... All writers are liars. All writers he are starts liars. evolving yeah. into Aramis. Yeah, basically. Because um, I think when he says, like, just one book and I'll release you, I think he believes yeah. that. Yeah, I think he believes it when he said it at the but time. Then you get addicted to, oh my God, I'm writing the best shit. Oh my God, I'm famous. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that. Like I'm writing a genre unto myself. Oh God. Because that's what they kind of explained it out to be. And it sounds douchey, but as someone who got their degree in English with a focus on creative writing, like, we can't help it. Mm-hmm. We really can't. It's like <laughs> some kind of sick compulsion. Um, the rape scene was really subtle. It oh, was, it was super subtle. Not it was in the, not in the... The let's make three minutes of squelching noises yeah. from the comic. Everyone literally hears her upstairs, looks upstairs... Goes up to the room, knocks on the door, comes right down. He has a, a little bit of blood on his face. Says, and her, starts, name. says, says her, her name. Says her name. Like summoning her. Yeah. Um, and then he's that. Then he's typing it all out. Yeah. Like, it's like, mm, that's subtle. But which I'm not airing her out. But when I was dating uh, a girl for a long time, uh, that was pretty much my life, which was uh, great. But I mean, you know, with consent. Consent. Um, both writing and the girl. But anyway, yeah. um, Sandman gets. She, sum- she finally summons him, and like at one because point, he's finally released from his own. Oh, prison. that's right, that's right, that's They're right. They're both so he, at the uh, same time, that's right? And, and they were both married at one point too, which we talked about last week. Yep. Let's see how they tackle Orpheus. Which mm-hmm. rumblings that you know it hasn't gotten a second season yet. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Morpheus gets released. She reads it in the paper, right? And finally contacts him. In a, the letter in the trash in the fire yeah so he shows up which is great and oh uh, <laughs> you know it, he basically goes like did he hurt you which implying that rape yeah um he curses him with basically constant ideas which yeah. I that is a curse mm-hmm. I can't even I, I don't I don't that is awful um to the point where uh, Maddock, like, he's like, I'm out of paper, and he's like, his skin is, like, skin and nails have, like, come off and bloody, because he's, like, writing right on walls. walls. Um, now, the difference from the comic is, Sandman, excuse me, Sandman releases him from that. Fairly quickly, weirdly enough. I mean, not, like, too quickly, but mm-hmm. in the comics, like, 
that fucker is fucked for like most of his life. Yeah. Um, until something happens near the two thirds part of the actual comic series. Yeah. Um, yeah, they wrap that story up really quick. It's like, oh, he's been suffering this for an hour. She says, <laughs> I won't, something about like, I won't forgive his acts, but I'll forgive the man or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, and then they, yeah, they bring up like the marriage and their son. And their son. So, once again, they're setting up, like they did at the end of season two, like they're setting up Seasons of the Mist, they're setting up Orpheus, uh, which mm-hmm. is setting up the Furies. Right. Um, which ties into the whole Lita Hall baby thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it was nice seeing that like that, mm-hmm. that drop, and it was like kind of nice seeing like how they're experimenting. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see a whole episode of the Calliope, but that yeah, but it worked. It mm-hmm. worked as a condensed version. It's, yeah, it was super condensed. So, but yeah, it worked. Um, um, yeah. And just a surprise, like, I've never had a surprise episode. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, it was happily unexpected. Yeah. Um, and especially, like, I was kind of like, oh, like, I've got, like, random, like, one episodes of things to watch. I was, like, in the middle of a season, so I was like, oh, I can, I can slide yeah. this in. Yeah. And, like, the cat thing I could pretty much watch passively. Yeah, um, kind of have to a little bit. Yeah, I mean, once again, like, it is so faithful of an adaptation that, some people are complaining about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you're complaining they're not fucking it up. Right. Like, think, of, it, think of that complaint. Like, <laughs> Cowboy Bebop. I always go back to Preacher. Yeah. Like, live action adaptations can yeah. really. Yeah. Almost, almost every video game movie. Almost. Yeah. Um, the only good ones are, fuck, what? Uh, actually, the last Mortal Kombat movie was the R-rated one was pretty cool. That one was good. Um, and the Sonics. The Sonics were and good. Crossing, crossing fingers, toes, and dicks on this one. Um, <laughs> hopefully, Borderlands. Yeah. And on that note, uh, thank you for listening, to Nerd Vomit. Uh, I'm Doug. I am Calvin. And remember, only suck clean dick. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com.